How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode number 24 of Master My Garden Podcast. Now, this week is a solo episode again, and this week we're covering the topic of books as plants. Now, books are, I suppose, they've been used for years because they add, you know, contemporary style or, or structure to a garden. And over the last number of years, they've become particularly popular for people to put in large pots at, you know, front doors or entrances or so on. And they're used because, as I said, they have great structure. They can be clipped regularly, so they can be kept really, really tidy and look the same as when you put them in there pretty much all the time, just with a little bit of, a small bit of pruning. And that's the reason they're used. And they are, they are attractive. And if you look back over the years, they have been used for, as I say, for a long, long time now in contemporary style gardens. But what has happened over the last kind of 10 years is that there is a few issues have, have come in. And I see now in a lot of the, you know, the gardening groups, one of the biggest questions or the most regular questions is someone puts up a picture of a box cone or a box ball or a box hedge with the question what's wrong with it and the answers that follow are generally correct answers but the identification of the problem may not be a hundred percent so there's a couple of issues but today we're going to get into that we're going to show you how or talk about how we can keep our boxes or box or boxwood or whatever your preferred name for it is how we can keep them healthy and looking great so let's get stuck in to this week's episode okay so as i said um, we're going to cover the topic of how to keep your boxes or boxwood healthy and to do that we kind of need to identify what the actual issues are as i said Whenever you look in the gardening groups and so on, there is so many people who are in trouble with uh, their boxes plants, whether that's their, their lovely cones at the front door, or the boxes balls at the front door, or they have hedges and so on. And there, there, there is issues that have started to come. Uh, as I was researching this, I looked up one of the best gardening books, the RH, RHS Encyclopedia on Garden Plants. And when you look at that, um, now it's printed a good while but there isn't any real issues that come up it said it's fully hardy and when it came to the pest and disease section there wasn't much to talk about in it but around 2008 in Europe and in Ireland here probably about 2011 a new disease came into into boxes or boxwood plants called box blight and that is one of the major issues and one of the the biggest problems that people have with books may not always be aware of that and then around the same time another sort of pest came that was was causing issues on boxwood and that was the boxwood caterpillar now again it was starting to become prevalent in europe about 2008 2009 and then didn't really come to ireland or the uk until 2012 13 or thereabouts and that's the boxwood caterpillar. So both of them are different, but they are causing or have been causing issues on box plants. And people are now finding and people are starting to go away from them that they're not that successful with them anymore. 
but they don't need to do that. There is ways of treating them, and we'll get into that. Now, there is another issue that you often see is, is just yellow leaves. Now, yellow leaves is generally not a sign. On its own, yellow leaves are not a sign of an issue with the plant, other than the plant is not healthy, so it needs water and food, the same as all other plants do. And especially if you're clipping it quite, reg quite regularly, it's good to have it grown strongly because you're getting that fresher growth. That means when you clip it, it's not as big as a shock of, of a shock to the plant. So let's look at them individually here first. So the first one that I mentioned was, was box blight. And that can be, be identified as brown spots on the leaves. So that's the, the telltale sign. So typical box or typical blight um, symptoms. Brown spot on the leaf and it will be on multiple leaves. And then the leaves turn to a sort of a grayish color, a gray brown color, and they fall off. Now, when the infection gets quite bad, you will it will happen quite quickly. So you really need to be keeping an eye on, on the box plants. And the first sign of an issue is the brown spots on the leaves. The second phase of it then is that the, the leaves turn gray and fall off. And then the third telltale sign is that you have bare patches. So obviously the leaves have got infected, they've fallen off, and then you end up with these bare patches on the hedge or on the box cone or on the box ball. If it gets to that stage, depending on the size of the hedge or the size of the of the, the plant, if it's a little small plant, chances are that it's it's a write-off. Um, but if it's a bigger hedge or a bigger ball and it's only on a particular area, it might be salvageable. As I said, this disease started to become prevalent in Ireland and the UK about 2011. And the there is fungicides available. So because it's a blight, the same as potato blight or tomato blight, it is more prevalent in years where you get high humidity, uh, warm weather with, with moisture and spreads the same way. So it spreads through spores. But in order to, to treat it, you can use, there is certain you know in, uh, fungicides available that, that will cure the blight. But I think for long-term health of your of your box plants so the product i recommend is top books health mix and this product was developed by a company called top books adri van dunn who's uh they're a commercial boxwood nursery so they grew grow hundreds of thousands of of boxwood plants per year and around that time you know back 2007 2008 they realized that there was a problem not just on their nursery but for the industry in general that if this problem didn't get sorted that boxwood itself would become less popular and obviously then their, their market would 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 diminish so in order to to combat that and in order to keep their own plants healthy they started to research in conjunction with a, a university they started to research different methods of controlling box boxwood blight and they ended up eventually with a formula created in 2011 called top boxes health mix which comes in a little tablet format and this is what you guys need to get in order to in order to keep your boxwood healthy so it's a little tablet you delete dilute the tablet in a liter of water and that'll do 10 square meters now, what that does basically, there is um, lots of different elements in it. So it makes the, it makes the plant healthy. So there is some copper in it, which has fungicidal properties. But 
more than that it makes the plant itself healthy it has some curative action and prevents blight from it from attacking the plant now in order for this to work you need to do it regularly so again you would be using this uh, probably once a month during the growing season so as as it's growing all the way from march through to september october again depending on weather you would use you you would use this once a month and that will keep the box blight at bay now there is other there is other things to watch out for because it's commonplace now in as i say in ireland and uk it spreads quite easily so if you're cutting your hedges and you have a problem in one area if you cut in that area just make sure that you're not cutting you know box cones or box balls in other parts of the garden that are not infected because it will spread you know on your your cutting blades whether whether that's a, a topiary shears or a hedge cutter or whatever it is that you're using so clean and disinfect if you are cutting box wood uh, even if you think you don't have a problem it's very good practice if you're bringing in outside gardeners to do that job for you just make sure that they're doing the same because you don't know where they've been previously if they're coming in to cut your you know your trim up your box hedge and so on and they have been somewhere that has been infected you you need to make sure that they're not transferring it on their tools into your garden the other thing is that um, it can spread through splashing back off the ground so you would use some form of a, a mulch underneath that stops the splash back they don't tend to work if you have you know flower beds that you have your ground cover down and you have stone um, you get a lot of splash back off that and that spreads the disease so a general rule of thumb is avoid areas that avoid planting them in areas where you're going to get a splash back off the ground and that's not always possible to solve but for the most part if you try and do that and again i would cut in drier conditions so again if you have moisture on your on your cutting blades it's it's a lot easier to transfer the disease during those conditions so there are just three little things clean and disinfect your blades avoid splash and cut in dry conditions and again just watch if you have outside gardeners coming in that they are doing the same thing when they're coming in because they could be transferring it in from so again one tablet one liter of water doing 10 square meters and treat once a month and I would say do that regardless of whether you have a problem or not because you need the it's it's a health mix it makes the plant grow makes the plant healthier and healthier plants again we say it healthier plants have less problems so once a month the treatment with that and it, as I said there is some fungicides available that can be used but then you still need to go along and, and make your plants healthy so they will the fungicides will treat the the disease that's there but what you need to do is you need to get that plant healthy so that it's not susceptible to it going forward. So that's the first one, that's box blight. And that is probably the most common issue that people have. But to be sure of what you're treating, you're looking for brown spots. If they have brown spots on the leaf, then that's the start of the disease. If the leaves have turned a gray kind of brown and are starting to fall off, you know that's the second stage of it. And bare patches within a hedge or a, or a ball that's the third stage of it and that is definitely box blight if it has got to the stage where it's a very badly infected plant you might be better actually to, to dig out that plant and get rid of that material so burn it or you know whatever you need to do to get rid of it out off your site and then try and get the rest of the plants healthy so box blight is the biggest issue so just keep an eye out for that one
The next one that I spoke about, which came around the same time, but didn't become prevalent in Ireland or the UK until, as I said, a good few years later, was boxwood caterpillars. Now, how this affects the box plant is, is different. So what you'll see here is you'll see eaten leaves or partially eaten leaves, and all that will remain of a leaf will be the vein. So you'll see the veins left there, but the actual green matter of the leaf will be eaten away. And that's a telltale sign that you have, you know, boxwood caterpillar. And the plant then, if it's badly infected, it will look as if it is withering. So the, the actual leaf form will still be there, but, you know, obviously it won't be green because they've eaten away all that green part. So it will structurally look the same as, you know, your, your healthy boxwood plant, except all the green will be gone and it will look almost withered, slightly like it would in a very bad drought situation. But that's where it differs and that's where you can tell the difference between it and box blight. So the box blight, remember, will the leaves will drop off and will look, you know, you'll have a bare patch or a bare stem within the plant. But with this one, the leaves remain intact, but they're completely eaten apart from the veins. So that's how you, you, you differentiate between the two of them. And to be able to differentiate between the two of them is important because you need to know what you're treating. And if it is boxwood caterpillar that you have, then treating it for, you know, t treating with, with the box, the top boxes help mix will make parts of the plant healthy, but it still won't solve your problem. So you need to identify both. The product that's available to, to solve the, the boxwood caterpillar is a product called Zentari, which is used commercially. It's a, a biological product. Now it's not available or registered in Ireland currently, but if you look up Top box is Zentari, and that's X-E-N-T-A-R-I. You will see that you can you can access it for, through other channels, and that is, you know, it's a really good product. As I say, it's used commercially for for treating caterpillars, different types of caterpillars, and it's a totally natural predator. So doesn't ha doesn't harm bees, doesn't harm other pollinators. Very very safe product. And really, you'll start to use that probably your first, depending on the weather, your, your first problem time for boxwood caterpillar is about April time. And then after that, you would probably need to be treating every, every six to eight weeks. But what you do need to do, and I see this is where some people actually fall down, there is things called boxwood caterpillar traps available. And they are used to... Basically, they indicate the presence of the box tree moth. Now, some people think that you can get the boxwood trap and put a couple of them around your, your hedge, and that will basically solve your problem, but it won't really. They are only meant to be an indicator of a problem. So, so the trap, what you do is you, you put in a pheromone or an attractant, and that attracts in the boxwood moth, and then you know that it's there. And if it's there, then you're going to have your caterpillars, you know, in a cycle very soon afterwards again. So it's important that you start treating then pretty much a week or two after after you 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 know the, that the moth is there. Uh, as I say, it's not harmful to any other insects. It just attacks the boxwood caterpillar. But the boxwood caterpillar has become a major problem in Ireland and the UK over the last couple of years. It wasn't previously. As I said, it took, it took a little bit of time to get here, but now that it has, it is starting to become a big issue and, you know, people will know 
the difference when you now you see as i say box blight is the brown spots and the caterpillar is the veins just remaining sort of eating the whole leaf apart from it but if you're able to differentiate between the two of those then you have a very very good chance of identifying the problem correctly and solving it then the other issue that i see is people putting up um, boxwood plants with yellow leaves so the leaves are not falling off they're not eaten but they're just yellow or slightly discolored maybe maybe a, a lighter shade of green than they should be and in most cases that is down to two things if it's in the soil it's generally down to hungry plants or possibly dry depending on the, on the on the weather at the time and so on possibly dry but generally it's down to the fact that, it, that the plant itself is just not healthy it doesn't necessarily have the blight or the caterpillar at that time but it is quite vulnerable when it's in that state same goes for boxwood plants particularly at front doors and i don't know many times you'll you'll see them there'll be two beautiful box balls and actually sometimes you can see one of them is looking rather shabby and then the other one is still perfect and it looks you know it looks terrible um, it's also common outside hotels and golf courses and so on so really what you need to do here is that uh, once you've identified that you don't have either of the other two issues is just feed that plant make sure it has enough of water especially in pots because you know any, anything in pots can dry out very very quickly so just make sure that it has water feed very regularly i would be feeding every two weeks just you know regular regular good plant food possibly slow release would be a little bit better if you have that so slow release plant food so that you're given that sustained food all the time and that should you know green up your plant firstly and make it look that vibrant green that everyone expects it to be and then it leaves it healthy so that it's not going to be vulnerable to box blight or to boxwood caterpillars going forward so as i say they're a beautiful plant and people you know they love them at their front doors they love them at, for creating you know contemporary shapes within their gardens and hedges for framing vegetable gardens and pathways and so on they're a brilliant plant absolutely beautiful when they're when they're healthy but when they're not they can be troublesome and in order to keep them right it's just about being aware of what the issue is and they are the three issues they're very very simple to solve and they're very very simple to keep your plants right so long as you know what it is that you're actually dealing with so to recap again with box blight it's brown spots on the leaves the leaves are turning gray and brown and they're falling off and then you get bare patches within the hedge and to treat that we're using top boxes health mix and you're using it once a month so it's one tablet in one liter of water doing 10 square meters and you use that once a month and that's going to keep your plants healthy the boxwood caterpillar looks slightly different so you have the vein of the plant left but the rest of the leaf is eaten the leaves don't the leaves don't fall off they still remain on the plant and then you know you have a boxwood caterpillar issue and the product there is zentari and the final one then is the yellow leaves so possibly hungry or dry so make sure you're giving it enough of water and then make sure you're feeding it and the top boxes help mix can be used there or if not you're using a slow release fertilizer on an ongoing basis the top boxes help mix works quite quickly because you spray it directly onto the leaves so it goes directly into the plant and as i say keeps keeps it disease free and make sure that you're not going to pick up any of the other two issues so that's a sort of a run through of how to keep your your boxes or your boxwood healthy 
it's very very simple there is you know there has been a lot of talk about don't plant them and stay away from them and all that but that is that might have been the case maybe a number of years ago but it's there is now a way of keeping them healthy and it's all just about the awareness of what it is that you're dealing with in the first place and then maintaining a healthy plant in order to avoid any of these issues so it's simple boxwoods can be enjoyed they can be as we remember them, those vibrant green, beautiful plants that can be clipped to sh- clipped to whatever shape you want, and there is no reason to to move away from them. It's just, as I say, to be aware of what what you have and and keep your plants healthy. It's not the most exciting topic in the world for for a, a podcast, I'm sure, but it's something that I'm getting asked a lot, and I see it in a lot of the gardening groups. So it is an issue out there, and it's important too. You know to cover these these topics as well and next week's one is a is a little bit more exciting we're back covering an open garden next week so looking forward to that one and this week i got some nice new plants in the garden myself and um, planted a philadelphus virginal or a mock orange mentioned mentioned it in the episode with uh, mary from gash gardens and uh, yeah when i saw the plant it is beautiful and i've got one of those in the garden and also this week I've added in some the plant RHS plant of the century which was geranium hardy geranium rosanne I've added that one into the garden as well so yeah there's a couple of things that are happening this week Um, that's been basically this week's episode uh, as I say a little bit shorter than normal and not the most exciting topic in the world but still quite important to cover these these issues so that's been this week's episode hope you enjoyed it and until the next time Happy gardening.